We've just heard about the baptism of Jesus Christ. That video that we saw uh, shows human beings, but did you notice that when Jesus was there, there was a spark? God was there in him. He was there as God. And can you remember the words that uh, came down from heaven as uh, Jesus came out of that water? You are my own dear son. I am pleased with you. Profound words. Words that are there telling us who Jesus Christ is. But for Jesus Christ... I think they were words of empowerment as he was about to start those three years of his earthly ministry. He was about to head into the desert to be tempted by Satan. Those next three years, they were going to be three very tough years. You know the way they ended up. They ended up with cruel pain and suffering and death. Those words, as I said, are words of encouragement. And they're words that, in some ways, are something like the words that God spoke to the people in that first Bible reading from today, from Isaiah. There it said, You are my own dear son. I've called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters and great trouble, I will be with you. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Jesus' baptism was different than our baptism. Jesus' baptism was, in a way, a commissioning. But in our baptism, because of the work of Jesus Christ and his forgiveness, we know that God washes us clean because we're, through it, mysteriously connected with all that Christ Jesus did on the cross for us as he died for us, as he took our sin on himself, as he endured the pain, the suffering that should have been ours. And then with his rising to life, ensuring that we too are going to rise to a new life, a new life of forgiveness and wholeness, both now and then in the next life. So in the waters of baptism, God is our saviour. And so he comes and makes, in that time, he came and made a covenant with us. He said to each of us, You have nothing to fear. I will save you. I know each of you by my name. You are mine. You are precious to me because I love you. I created you and saved you. Do not be afraid. It's a wonderful message, isn't it? It's a wonderful message for this world, particularly at the moment where there is so much despair 
And can I say hopelessness? I suspect, I'm reasonably sure, that many people don't have a clue about the strength and the comfort that is available to them from God who loves them all so dearly. And that hope that we have in Jesus Christ is something to be shared. The last verse of that Old Testament reading, They are my own people, and I created them to bring me glory. I created them to bring me glory. It's like saying, you've experienced what it's like not to be afraid when in deep water in great trouble and to know just how precious you are to God and to know just how much he loves you. Now find ways that others may come to know the same hope and confidence and so come to know how precious and special they are to the God who loves them all. Doing that, being the presence of Christ in people's lives and so giving that hope and peace, it requires a lot of patience, gentleness, wisdom, gives us an opportunity to be the love of God in somebody's life. It's better to try something than to do nothing. Because who knows what the Holy Spirit will do with our humble efforts. A lot of it is reflected in our lives. Not our words, but in our actions. We can deal with the troubles and problems that life throws in our way in lots of different ways. And some might work for a while. But there's only one way that really brings strength, peace and contentment. Psalm 37 says, Trust in the Lord and he will help you. It's sad to say that those who yearn for true comfort and hope, but they never experience it because they don't know how close God will come to them. They don't know how much God longs to help them how he weeps over them, how he grieves with them, how much he wants to wrap his arms around them and assure them of his presence and peace and strength in the middle of the issues of life. He wants to do this more and more and waits for the smallest bit of faith that will allow him to fill people's souls with confidence and courage in spite of the hopelessness around them. I say all of this because it's based on that Old Testament reading. There, God was speaking to the people through the, of children of Israel through the prophet Isaiah. What had happened? They'd been taken captive. They'd been sent to a strange land. They'd become nobodies in this weird world. They fought lonely and unimportant. 
they felt guilty because of their failure to follow God's ways. They were afraid and they could see nothing in their future to look forward to. But then, in these middle chapters of the book of Isaiah, there's this powerful theme of hope coming through. God is able and will deliver his people. When they thought that God had given up on them, he's been with his people all along. He speaks to them words of hope and encouragement. Listen again to the words. This time I'll use the uh, New Living uh, Translation. Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I've called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters and great trouble, I'll be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you won't drown. When you walk through the fire of of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Then he goes on. He goes on to emphasize that these were my people, that I created them, that I will bring them home. I will tell every part of the world to let my people go. I will give up whole nations to save your life. Why? Because you're precious to me and because I love you. Special words. Don't you just love those words spoken from the mouth of God himself? Can I say that those words might have been spoken to people thousands of years ago, but they might just... He knew of the despair of his people back then, and so God knows what gets us down today, and he speaks to us right now. Do not be afraid. I have called you by name. You are mine. Let me tell you of a story. Um, I don't know whether it's true or apocryphal. It doesn't really matter. It kind of brings out this bond between God and people, a father and a child. He was a young boy uh, living in South Australia. He struck up a conversation with an old man who was uh, fishing from a jetty along the Murray River. They just talked about fishing and bait and weather. And suddenly they heard a loud whistle. They looked up and their conversation was interrupted as a paddle steamer, the pride of the Murray, came up the river. It's big wheels churning away at the water. A majestic sight. But then, above the noise of those paddle wheels, was heard a small boy's voice calling across the water. He jumped up. He waved his arms around. He yelled out, Stop! Pick me up! Let me ride! The old man turned to the boy. He said, Listen, mate, you'd better calm down. Um, 
that pride of the Murray, that big boat, it's full of tourists. They've paid for their trip. That big paddle steamer isn't going to uh, stop for you. You can't expect it to stop and give free rides to little boys. The little kid kept on yelling out, Pick me up! Pick me up! The old man was suddenly stunned. Because instead of proceeding up that river, the pedal steamer slowed down and turned towards the banks of the river and pulled up by the jetty where they were. The gangplank was lowered. In a flash, that little boy ran onto the deck, waving to the old man as he boarded the boat. And then as the gangplank was pulled up and the boat went out into the mainstream, the old man couldn't believe his eyes. He kept looking for the boy. A minute or so later, he saw a little head appear out of the window of the wheelhouse. The boy yelled out, Hey, mister, I knew this boat would stop for me. See, the captain knows me. He's my father. We might well say, I know that God will stop and pick me up when I need his help. Why? Because he knows me. He is my father. We tear ourselves apart over the strife we find ourselves in because of our sin, because of our humanity. We get ourselves in lots of pickles. You know how easy it is to be selfish and unkind and to justify our wrongdoings. We worry about things that will destroy our families, about the peace of the world, about our community, about whether future generations in our families will live in a safe world, whether they'll follow Jesus Christ as the way, the truth and the life. We're anxious over our health, over our finances, over our loved ones, over our work or lack of it. We stress over our decisions that need to be made and what the future holds for us. These are all like our own Babylonian captivity experience. We feel overwhelmed and overcome to the point of feeling powerless to be able to do anything or to make any difference. And it's when this feeling of, let's call it drowning or sinking or crashing under the weight of it all, is there that God's word comes to us in Isaiah. Remember those words? When you pass through deep waters, I will be with you. The hard trials that come will not hurt you. Do not be afraid. I am with you. According to my calculations, and they could be wrong, but according to my calculations, we're only in the second week of 2022. Can I say, I believe this text gives us a good start for the year. This word from God today reminds us that whatever the future may hold for us 
in this year. We've got that promise that our Saviour made to us at our baptism. The firm promise spoken to God's people over the centuries. The words of encouragement, they give us hope, they give us courage for the future. So let's just hear those words again. Do not be afraid. I will save you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through deep waters, I will be with you. Your troubles will not overwhelm you. When you pass through fire, you will not be burned. The hard trials that come will not hurt you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy God of Israel. Who saves you. Take those words. Learn them. Repeat them to yourself time and time again. And even more than that. Because through it, God comes to you, gives you the peace, the hope, that enables you not only to get through these issues, but to be those witnesses for him. God bless you all. Amen.